Hi, I'm Alexandra Yuhas, and this is We Need Gentle Truths for Now. The podcast engages in radical digital media literacy by enjoying a bite of education and a bit of poetry, creating humane responses to fake news and social media in the era of COVID-19. In this episode, we focus on several linked methods for writing, thinking, and sharing online. These are practices that respond to what project contributor Alexandra Hidalgo calls the combative and exclusionary turn of contemporary media. Hidalgo is an award-winning Venezuelan filmmaker, theorist, and editor. In 2017, I named the 16th hard truth for my online primer on digital media literacy, practice strategic contemplation. This is one of six principles of feminist filmmaking represented in Hidalgo's online publication, Camera Rhetorica, a feminist filmmaking methodology for rhetoric and composition. Her sister project highlights an ethical media tradition, one that contemplates and thereby unmakes frameworks that support fake news. Much as I do here, she teaches about while practicing media logics that are built outside of capitalistic and patriarchal imperatives. The feminist filmmaking methodology she introduces includes diversity, interdependence, mentorship, contemplation, and a primary commitment to social justice. Starting with my interest in Alexandra's work in 2017, this episode will follow an inspiring path of connections between project participants who learned about and then worked to take up these very logics of feminist production. Our shared path is to practice strategic contemplation to counter fake news. The first fake news poetry workshop took place at a symposium in New London, Connecticut in February 2018. I partnered with poet, digital researcher, and programmer Kyle Booten. As with all workshops, this one took the shape of my collaborators' interests as well as those of our participants. Here is Kyle reading a blog post that explains his workshop. The workshop at the Ammerman Symposium was a chance to work through what it would mean to use poetic forms explicitly as psychotechnologies of care, algorithms of attention that could possibly restructure consciousness in ways that run counter to those enforced by the programming industries. That's Bernard Stiegler's term for Facebook, Google, and the like. First, Alex introduced the workshop's participants, mostly scholars and media artists, often both, to the 100 Hard Truths Fake News Project, provoking a critical discussion about digital media and social networks in particular. I, in turn, briefly introduced Stiegler's concept of psychotechnologies, a term he uses to describe all the things that we use to take control of attention, from meditative practices to psychoanalysis, as well as the techniques that corporations and digital media platforms use to harvest our attention and our cognition. What role could poetry play in the battle against fake news? I asked the participants to go along with my claim that poetic forms are, or could be, algorithms of attention. And I asked them to imagine forms that could help us take control of our embodied minds. The resultant algorithms tended to read like fluxus scripts designed to promote cognitive hygiene amidst poisonous mediascapes. Often like one by Maro Pebo and Lisa Morin, they suggested ways of directly taking control of one's attention, 
Perhaps this can offer a way of taking the advice of hard truth number 16. Practice strategic contemplation. At that very first workshop, Maro and Lisa wrote a poem in the form of a script or algorithm. Their task was to generate forms and methods that could improve our engagements with the world, then could improve the ways we represent those engagements, and thereby improve our engagements with each other on social media. Each step demands some attention and care. So we listen to and learn from each other. Now we hear from Alexandra. In a video she made recently for this project, she reads Maro and Lisa's poem with her feminist method as its title and objective. Then she reflects using her own feminist methodology of attention and care. One, create a list of activities with an alarm to go off every five minutes for two hours. Two, go for a walk. Three, observe the truth of your surroundings. Four, allow for associations that relate to your observations and record during or after walk. Five, if vibrations occur, then answer phone and follow your own prompt. Six, forget associations. Seven, repeat until two hours are out. It was a great honor to have my video book, Camara Retorica, featured in Alexandra Juhasa's hashtag hard truths project. Camara Retorica was hard truth number 16, and it was called practice strategic contemplation. The idea is that when we're representing others in art, we need to spend a lot of time thinking deeply about our connection to those people and about how those people would feel about what we're saying about them or how we're portraying them. If it's in film, how have we filmed them? How are we editing the footage that we film them? If it's in writing, what words are we using to describe them? It's key for us to take time to reflect and take time to think about all the possible consequences and interpretations that may result from what we've crafted. For me, the experience of going on walks is when I do my best, most generative thinking. There's something about you controlling how you're moving and your whole body being engaged in this movement forward and the world is going by you and it's going by you at the speed that you want it to because it's the result of how you're walking. There's more oxygen in your body. There's something really powerful about that gesture and that's the moment in which I at least do my best thinking about how to represent others and myself. This exercise that was designed based on the idea of practicing strategic contemplation seems to capture all of that. They have 
the authors going out, walking, really becoming aware of their surroundings and also becoming aware of their relations to those surroundings and what it makes them think and feel, making note of all the things that they're thinking and feeling. And that's the kind of writing and thinking we need to do right now if we're going to get out of this very combative and exclusionary turn that we've taken globally. With this kind of writing, we can come back to a much more compassionate and understanding world. Kyle, Maro, Lisa, Alexandra and I share and grow a commitment to feminist practices of representation as pathways to more decent social media engagements, thinking about how I represent myself and others to you. Fake news is generated, sustained, and amplified when we fail to take care of our own embodied binds as well as those of others. So, one wintry day in 2017, not long after the Ammerman workshop, my boyfriend Gavin and I decided to take up a poetic form explicitly as a psychotechnology of care, an algorithm of attention that might possibly restructure consciousness in ways that run counter to those enforced by the programming industries. We followed Morrow and Lisa's script by way of Kyle and Alexandra across the streets of Brooklyn. Our feminist method was to see the world and ourselves in it interdependent, contemplative, present. One, woman holds balloons, orange cat, cantaloupe smashed, a mom chastises Felix, age eight. It reflects badly on you and it reflects badly on me. Like who wants to invite Felix? And then what kind of mother is she? Smear of a woman through opaque window, enjoying the snow, enjoying a smoke. 1A, balloon bouquet, poor Felix, you're embarrassing me. Enjoying the snow? Enjoying my smoke. 2. I notice less. Too bad you're not high. Companions chat, three black leather jackets, one red hoodie. Signs, husky, two-ton jack, 19th Street, danger, men working. 2A, we talk a lot. I plan a lot. Remember I told you I had a dream about honest talking versus logistics? I have a machine logic in my head. This little script, easy enough, can break through. Five, the park's painterly welcome. Skeleton branches lace atop a slate sky rippled with bruised black cloud crests. Scores of skaters trace one rink, Zamboni smooth the second. Smell of frying meat. Whinging toddler strains in a stroller. Stoic father, gray-whiskered, miles back, pushes on. 5A. Places hold memories like a camera or a computer. My first summer visit to the Prospect Park Lake. Brooklynites and colored glory eating foods of all places. Winter skating fiasco that became perfect walk with my teenagers. 6. Pot wafts from a lone bench smoker. Sound drifts from a loud rink speaker. You and I, never going to be like them, going to make it to the end, you and I. Condom wrappers, swan on pond. Birds, croak, chirp, almost amphibian, tucking in before the storm. 6A. 
I can remember holding my little children with a sense memory better than any photo. The body, my body, is this sort of private truth holder and generator. 10. Snow falls green, gathers in traffic lights, curved rim, enlaces shrubs and twiggy limbs of cherry. Exit onto 9th Street, Park Slope. We begin to discuss real estate. 10A. New York has seasons. The internet does not. A steady slog. Brooklyn changes. Sky is dark. The city has interlocking quadrants. Its architecture is visible and speaks clearly its classed, raced specificity. Truth reeks from the walls and the steps mothers take with their beloved children. 12. We hasten to our event. The world's rushed in. We scan restaurants, discuss travel plans, coupledom, the fact, had we met younger, of our certain divorce. 12a. Interpersonal connections shimmer, ripple, crumble, and reconstitute on streets where you stay present. 13. Time has bent, slowed, sped. Leaving an impression. Walk for five minutes, write for two, one space, then another, stop, start, a moment, or an age. Oddly, of timeless transition, one space to another, lasting a moment or an age, fixated on time, fixed in it, outside of it, we arrive. Ten minutes early. Thank you, project participants, for your many psychotechnologies of care, including walking, listening, and looking. Fake News Poetry Workshops initiate activities that concern and also run counter to the culture of the internet. We offer taking a walk and writing a poem. Change the internet with us by doing it better. You can volunteer to read a poem, a hard truth, or your own response, or stage your own digital workshop. Maybe take a walk. Please email us at 100hardtruths at gmail.com. To learn more about the project, see the embedded links. This podcast was produced, written, and read by Alexandra Juhas. It was directed and edited by Matthew Hiddle and copy edited by Gavin McCormick. Music by Noah Chevin. Social media assistance by Julia Gill. Additional readings are by Kyle Booten, Alexandra Hidalgo, myself, and Gavin McCormick. Thanks for listening.